Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hello, hello. This is Fashion Crimes with your besties, Holly and Nolan. What's up, Nolan? What is the haps today? Today, I have one of my favorite people ever and one of the funniest people ever. He is the host of Behind the Velvet Rope, the insanely popular podcast that has exploded, especially during quarantine. My friend David Yontif is with us. Hi, David. David, what's up? I mean, well, first of all, hello. Are you just saying I'm one of your favorite people, Nolan, because I'm here today? (laughs) No, because I always have fun with you. Here's the funny thing is that I have people I see a lot more, but only half the time I have fun. And with you, every time is funny for one reason or another, whether it be like our own misfortune, drunken antics, or (laughs) gossiping about people. So it's always something fun. And okay, so I'll, I'll take that. I, and can I just say that you are completely shat worthy because when he told me he scored you as a guest, I was like, I don't even know what to say. Are you sure he said yes? <laughs> Nolan's like, no, I promise. I said, I, I don't, I just kind of didn't believe it at first. So we're really grateful and you're such a doll and we love you and we love your podcast and we're huge fans of you and all of your people. So you, we're just, we're really stoked. Oh my God. Guys are making me feel good. Well, I know my most recent favorite though is with Lisa's permanent house guest, Cedric. That was hysterical. Cedric had a lot to say, didn't he? He had several hours worth of some of stuff to say. <laughs> and let me tell you, I had to stop him from talking. I'm like, no, Cedric, we've been on the phone talking for two hours. Like, I have to go. He would have kept, he just, he has got a lot to say against Lisa Vanderpump. And I'm like, like, I got to pee. Sorry. Seriously. No, well, I always say like when someone comes on my podcast, it's not my place as the host to judge. It's like their time, you know, in the Bravo world to tell their story. And it's like, look, it's really for the audience to believe whether this person is full of shit, whether they're telling the truth. You know, Cedric just had a lot to say. And David, just tell us a little bit, you know, give us your elevator pitch about your podcast. Well, my podcast really, it started because I went from fan to friend with all these Bravo celebrities. So it started with like me telling these like funny stories of like hanging out with the housewives, but it's really become like a five day a week interview show. So we're five days a week and it's interviewing everybody, mostly from Bravo, but really from reality TV past or present. So if you have a favorite reality TV personality, chances are they've been on my show or they're coming up on my show. When Holly was like, okay, when you first met her, she's like, so what is this podcast about? I'm like, essentially, he's like gay Bravo Oprah. (laughs) I'll take it. Can we put that on a t-shirt? Or like a mug or a pillow? (laughs) Like a mug. Can we put that on a back scratcher? 
I mean, I, I might have to steal that, Nolan. <laughs> I'm a, I'm the gift that keeps on giving. You know this. I mean, um, we're givers. We're we're so nice. We're givers. Really, you yeah. guys are nice. Oh my yeah. god, we're who so knew? Nice. We we want to pump you up, pump 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 you up. That's what we want to do. So like I'll because because our focus is fashion. The funny thing is, is despite you know, not being a fashion-focused podcast, a lot of our, like, memories and fun times have centered around fashion and fashion week or, you know, shopping. So we originally met almost a year ago, right? Something like that? Has it been that long? That seems about right. I think it has. So we met right about, yeah, because we had cocktails at Mercer Kitchen. And then I think I saw you something the week of BravoCon or something. And then... When was yes. our next fashion memory? What was we our first did meet memory? at Mercer Kitchen? That's well, even Mercer Kitchen was a fashion memory because you were coming from that sample sale. I forgot which yes, one. Yes, no, of that was, he was no, but okay, right? shut up, Polly. That right, was the Holly? sample sale. It was your Proenza Schooler sample sale, and Amy. That's right, Amy and I came to meet you, and I had six bags worth of crap because <laughs> somebody in Atlanta who shall remain nameless just told me to get, oh, just get one of every top and I'll figure out what I want. That is not entirely true, but that's it's not, not entirely focus. false either. I, I but you up, see, Holly, you were part of our first meeting without even knowing it. I look amazing, but that is not the point, okay? <laughs> so continue. So what was our first fashion memory? Was it reunion March time? I think so. Was that our first fashion memory? Or was it like something fashion week related? Or was it Deandra? Did we have Deandra then? Or not? She wasn't in town. Okay. Okay. Yes, I think the first time David and I hung out and did something fashion-y, the three of us, so Margaret Josephs called David and I and was like, I'm getting my reunion dress altered. I need to go shopping for shoes. Let's go. And the three of us went and you took that selfie of you and Marge and I'm in the background looking so horrible. Nolan's like, why are you taking a picture? I'm like, this is what I do, okay? There's this thing called Instagram, and I have a podcast about Bravo, and I need a picture, and this is just how it works. I don't know Marge very well at all, but she seems like my kind of people. So nice. She's approximately my, like, well, definitely my top 10 favorite people ever. Maybe she'll come on at some point and talk about her, because what I like about David knows everybody in reality TV, let's be honest, and David's friends with most everybody in reality TV. But the, the two that I know the, mo- the best would be, you know, Margaret and then Deandra. And they both, for out of everybody in reality TV, I think have exceptional taste, which like you've been shopping with both of them. Like they don't just dress up like cheap TV people, like some of the, you know, housewives that shall remain nameless. <laughs> In some cities that remain nameless, but okay. <laughs> Seriously. There, listen, there are some that need more help than others, right? Yes. Oh, so yes. Yeah, so we went to Bergdorf's and David bought this adorable little like rainbow Gucci, like l- practically a lunchbox. Oh my God. Can I just tell you, first of all, I have yet to use that Gucci. So no, yeah, we were, we, we had lunch at the Gucci at the, um, the Bergdorf restaurant and then Margaret had to go to the bathroom and it, the bathroom at Bergdorf, you know, where the restaurant is, it's near the children's section. And Nolan is just picking up, he picks up in the girls' Gucci section, this little Gucci bag. And Nolan is like, you know, David, because I have a bag fetish. Let, Holly, let me just tell you. David I have a and I are bad horse together. Right. I, I, We're like, let right? Me tell you, let me tell you how surprised I am. Okay, go ahead. Right, exactly. <laughs> so Nolan picks up this Gucci, a, a little, a girl's 
child and you know it's a child so it's a reasonable price and Nolan's like this isn't so small like look at this like you can actually rock this and I'm like oh my god it is Holly I have to take a picture and send it to you it was like it was with a Gucci pattern and it has all different color hearts on it isn't that can I just digress for a second isn't he a fucking horrible influence oh my god because I don't know it's like when he's done with his sales pitch to me about something I should buy, I'm like, that is affordable. Wow. Right. That does sound practical. Wow. I mean, I do need sequin hot pants. I do. I do need sequin hot pants. David I, does need a rainbow Gucci mini bag with hearts on it. You are a, a man in your, you know, however old you are. I don't even know how I'm sure you're younger than me, but of course you need a child's Gucci bag. Of course you do. Why would right, you? But like, see like Nolan, you do know like your customer. Cause I'm like, no, this is such a David bag. I was like, oh my God. And because it was children's, it was reasonably priced. And like, I don't really carry a lot of stuff. So it's a smaller piece, but like, I don't really need a big, I was like, this is actually freaking perfect. So well, yeah, like the other day we went to dinner and David shows up, I mean, with his gorgeous Louis Vuitton, like limited edition, gorgeous tote bag. I open it and there's literally a wallet, a phone charger, and what else? There was like one other thing in there. And I'm like, a why chapstick. You, a chapstick. I'm like, why do you carry this big ass tote bag? You could fit all three of these in your pocket. Nolan, you need to explain to David about the Jewish mother purse that you now have inherited because when I have been out with Nolan, I have tissues, I have this, I have all this aspirin, I have Advil, da, 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 gum, whatever. He's like, what are you, a fucking drugstore? I'm like, shut up. You might need a tissue. What if you need a Band-Aid? What if you need? And so now he's just like that. Now he carries all that stuff. Well, yeah. So David, you don't even need to bring a bag next time unless you want to like, you know, show your fabulous bag. But like in my bag right now, I have inexplicably yesterday I showed Holly when we were at Woodbury Commons yesterday, I had like a tube of Crest toothpaste in the box that I bought at Rite Aid and I forgot about. There's like Zyrtec, Ativan, chapstick, two phone chargers, sunscreen. Maybe a couple airplane bottles, but whatever. A couple of airplane bottles. There is an airplane bottle in my bag. I forgot about that. I mean, don't you feel like you just feel like naked without, I don't know, I I feel naked without some type of bag. I do too. I always feel like I'm like, where's my bag? And But then like once I have my heavy one, like my new Fendi one that I love so much, it's so heavy that I'm like, oh, like at the end of the day yesterday, I was like, I feel like I've been carrying a weight all day. Has anyone seen your bag collection, David? I've seen bits and pieces and it's really phenomenal. You've seen bits and pieces. Well, I mean, you and I did have another bag moment because when we did go shopping with Margaret Joseph's that time. Oh, you did. We did have. Oh, but can we can you explain the whole story of this day? This day. okay. we said we're going to leave at 930. Okay, so I live on the Upper East Side. David lives in Chelsea and Margaret lives in New Jersey. So obviously we were all going to meet at Margaret's house because it's closest to the outlets. Well, it turns out the night before, Margaret called David and was like, come have a sleepover. So I'm just going by myself to (laughs) Margaret's house. I get there. I take like a train, a plane, a bus, like (laughs) practically to get to her house because it's close. But if you take an Uber, it was like $75 because of the stupid toll. And I was like, I'd rather spend that on like chapstick or like, you know, something else. So I got to Margaret's house and they were supposed to leave at 9.30. I get there at 9.35. Margaret answers the door with full makeup, gorgeous, but in a bathrobe. And David is still in his pajamas. And I'm like, guys, we have to go. (laughs) Now, okay, wait. In my defense, I have to say, I am great at being on time. 
you've never been late for me. I will give you that. Yeah. Like I'm not really good at that. Margaret Joseph's. Well, that's, I mean, love her dearly, but she's not the best with being on time. So once she was like, oh, well, we're just going to be late. I mean, no one will get here. I'm like, well, then why am I rushing? If I'm just going to sit here dressed, I'm just going to slow right, it so down. So you two too. went back upstairs and did your hair and makeup, got your dresses on, whatever. And I, well, not you, but you know, <laughs> Margaret, Margaret got her, you know, her stuff when you put your clothes on, whatever. And I'm just like sitting on her gorgeous Missoni sofa with the dog, just chilling, like loving life. Ooh, what kind of dog does she have? What kind of dog is Bella, David? She's so small. Uh, I can't remember. You, you would think I should know, right? Is I'm it such... a purse dog? Is it a purse dog? Yes, but she's like a sweet, she's so sweet. She's gorgeous. She's like, the, she has the sweetest temperament of any dog other than schmutz that I've ever met. <laughs> she is like, she has a heart of gold. David, my dog is a doodle and his name is schmutz. Oh, that's cute. So, Isn't that yeah. adorable? And so he's a all, Jufro. He so a we Jufro. all get in the car to go to Woodbury Commons. And who was co-pilot? Was it, did I put the directions in or was it you? One of us put the directions it in. It wasn't me because I... Oh, so it was me then. Okay. That. So I put the directions in and we end up taking a wrong turn and getting lost in like the alleged mountains of New Jersey, which because I'm from Maine, I just say are big hills. <laughs> but we can't get any reception on any of our phones. So we have no idea where we're going. So somehow we ended up at like the Bear Mountain Lodge. Did and y'all take Margaret's car? Yes, her okay. car. So she was driving. Okay. And the funniest thing is David's like, where are like David, you were like, you I don't think you realized for a minute that we were actually lost because you were like doing like a, a podcast email or something. And you totally innocently asked like, oh, where are we? And I think Margaret was like, I think he knows we're lost. And she's like, I don't know. Don't ask me. It was <laughs> so funny so we it, got lost we were literally in the middle of nowhere how did you find so eventually you got service obviously yeah so we but we like i did think we were gonna have to like start burning our handbags for warmth in the forest because <laughs> i mean when you like looked out from where we were you could not see civilization ay, 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 ay. and there was like a huge like bear there was like a stuffed bear or something right or like a, yeah like the, the statuey thingy it was just weird it was, it was so it was hysterical. So then we go to the outlets and somebody, David, you take over from here. You can, I'm going to make you own your actions of that day. <laughs> well, I mean, just because we're on the bag, you know, discussion. So, right. So then, you know, listen, it, like you said, Nolan is good at convincing, but also I, when you're in the outlet, you kind of convince yourself. Like I'm, I have mixed feelings about the Woodbury outlets because then it's like, it's cheaper. So then you end up buying stuff whether you want it. But the bottom line is we were in Gucci. And if you're noticing a theme, I have a thing for Gucci. And like, I bought three bags. And like, all I know is I'm like ready to check out. And out of nowhere come Margaret and Nolan. And they're like, let's go. I'm like, I, I need to pay for these bags. And the two of them start screaming at me that I don't need three bags. I'm to pick two of the three. <laughs> and I'm like, as easy as that sounds, you know how I'll leave, like when it's like, if I don't get one of these, I will be thinking about this now forever. I mean, I have to it's say- It's like you with shoes, Holly. Yeah, I do. I do like shoes. It makes sense that you only need two, but you're like, if I leave here and I'm thinking about this other one, then like, what's the point of that? How are you going to sleep at night? I'm no, so no, concerned. Margaret and I, Margaret and I come rushing in from the other room because like we both, I was, I bought, I think Deandra a pair of pants and Margaret, I, I don't remember what Margaret, Margaret got something. And- we both walk in and we're like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm buying these three and the clutch or whatever. And I was like, like hell you are. And Margaret's like, you do not need that. So the whole like Woodbury comment outlet is watching us practically berate David for spending too much. Did you get all three? Yeah. And like the sales girl was ready to kill both of you. She's oh, like, oh, the, sure. sales girl, the sales girl wanted me to like die. Like right. just shut up. I did get all three. I mean, I have a favorite of the three, but like I did get all three. I mean, could I have lived with two? Yes. Well, in my defense, I've never seen you use any of them. 
Oh, really? I seriously have used all three of them. Maybe I've seen you use the black one with the Gucci, the writing across the bottom, but that was just the funniest story because... David, let me ask you. So when you're like, you pick a bag like to go with your outfit, right? Or is it because you're going to be out for the day and so it's like a tote bag or what's, you know, what's your formula for picking the bag for the day. I mean, and by the way, I also have a watch fetish. That's my other thing. Well, that's the other thing that let's be honest that like your bag collection impresses me, but your watch collection makes me want to like sell a kidney. It's on point. It's well, on the other point. day at dinner, like I've seen you wear a bunch of gorgeous watches, but I've never had like a visceral reaction to like a watch until we were sitting at Scarpetta the other night having cocktails outside. And I looked down at David's wrist and I was like, what is that? <laughs> and I literally, I said, take it off right now. Let me try, let me play with it. But how do you pick your bags? How do you pick your bags? Like, is it like a tote situation? No, it's a- really, it's like your first inclination. It's really a match. It's like what matches. So, oh, all right. yeah. And so if you need like the pink bag that day or the blue bag, it's really what matches best. So it's not about size. Size doesn't matter in this situation. And so I've never heard you say that one before. I've only heard <laughs> the opposite. Let me ask well, you this. How many bags would you say that you have? That's a good question. I mean, it's not as many as it sounds. It's honestly not as many as it sounds. Is it like, over 20? Probably right around 20. Okay. And to, in Nolan's world, that's like, oh, you only have 20? Like, No, okay. I think yeah. I have like 15. Like, I don't have that many, but like not all of them are like fancy schmancy. It's probably like 15, I think. As good as the bags are, you need to explain to everybody what you were wearing at dinner the other night because I almost had a heart attack. I yes, put it on I've my wrist and I was watch. like... He was like, oh yeah, I went out to dinner with David, but I actually went out to dinner with his watch. I was like, I told her, I'm like, I, nothing impresses me, but this watch made me want to go out and like figure out Selling your kidney on the black Sell market. Sell a kidney, part of my liver, <laughs> maybe a toe or two. It is true. Like, I wear some nice watches and Nolan's like, yeah, you know, like, that's nice. But this one you did. Listen, it's it's limited edition. So let's just say that. It's like, it's diamonds and rubies. You know, it's it's nice. But it's, every, like, so many people I know have a gold Rolex. I don't know what is, I don't know what kind of, is it a date just? Day date. It's a, a day, day date, date, but it's solid rose gold. With a black face. With with a black face and then baguette cut, like emerald and baguette cut diamonds and rubies in the, in the hours. I, I put it on my wrist and I was like, oh my God. So here's a fashion question, David. Yes. I have been toying with the idea of getting a watch, but it's because the time is on your phone. How is it not an issue for you? Are you like, or you've just always loved watches and it doesn't matter that cell phone? Well, both like all of the above. I did not love watches for a long period in my life. And then I did fall in love with this Jacob, the jeweler. Like it's so big. I don't even know if you've seen this watch. No one. It's humongous. It is so blingy. It's just, I fell in love with it. And ever since then I was like, so my advice is if you are not a watch girl, I'm not, I would cease and desist. Okay. I'm not, I've tried and I'm like, I still don't love it. I don't, it's, you don't, you know, I still, because I'm like, also like watches, especially good watches are very expensive. It's like, I could have this watch or I could have a five series BMW. It's one of the two. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was just curious because I didn't know if watches, I was thinking they were a dying breed because since the cell phone, but really not, I mean, obviously not. There's quite a few watch people that, you know, enjoy the collection and enjoy wearing them. 
You know, the thing about a watch also, though, is it is kind of, I mean, honestly, even more so than a bag. Like, a watch really will hold its value for the most part. Yeah, Valid. Rolex especially. Yeah. I was just going to say, especially a Rolex. So it's like, you know, you don't see it as like a waste. You're like, I, this can be sold if yeah, I Yeah, like a Rolex is it. like a Birkin. Like, you you'll, you will very rarely lose money on it unless you like run over it with a tractor. <laughs> I agree. I, um, I agree. I don't know what tractor you're referring to, Nolan, but okay, we'll go with that. Well, in your case, an RV. <laughs> yeah, like where are you living that you have a tractor? He's cracking on me. Holly because, has an RV because who gets bored during quarantine? Ooh, and we can't go on vacation. We'll start using an RV. Okay. My husband bought an RV. And anyway, the point that is not the topic of this conversation, that's why we went to Maine last week. We saw Nolan. And so now he makes fun of me and says that I can't get any whiter because we have an RV now. But it's actually really fun. Anyway, what you, so your bags. What about your shoes? Do you have a shoe game? What's your shoe game like? Uh, shoes, you know, I like, I like shoes a lot. I feel like I wouldn't mind stepping up my shoe game, but it doesn't, it's not like a It's thing. not your jam. It's not your jam. Not you know what jam. it is? Like, am I obsessed with all the Gucci shoes? Yes, we're going back to Gucci. Yes. Like, I love like the sneakers. I love it all. But then I'm just like, I really don't care. I'd rather just like, when we went to Gucci that day, I was going to buy all these shoes. And I'm like, I'd rather just get three bags. Uh, listen, you do you, honey. You do you, know? you. But when it comes to the housewives, how do you handle all these women? I mean, you have so many women uh, on your in your little black book. How do you keep track of them all? Do they get jealous? Do they feel like, oh my God, yes, you're spending more time with her and not with me? I mean, are they fighting over you or what? Literally, yes. he was a topic of reunion for the Housewives of New Jersey. Margaret was talking about it with us at breakfast one day. Oh, I didn't even know you were there when that happened. Yeah, yeah remember she goes, she goes. Oh yeah. yeah, I straight up told her. Apparently, one girl was jealous that David was hanging out with Margaret's mother. Or something. I don't know. You tell the story because I don't know the full thing, but it was hysterically funny. I was like crying, laughing into my soup. Yeah. And so, well, I mean, like, also to answer your question, Holly, like, yeah, like all of the above, you know what it is? They don't necessarily get jealous of who spends time with me. It's the hard thing is when two people don't get along. Oh, really? For instance, well, like Nolan and I are thinking maybe of going to Dallas to see Deandra. And so, that would be great. I can't wait. And like, yes, if I stay with Deandra, I'm only going to be with Deandra. But then like, technically there are two other people there that I know and like and want to see. And like, they don't necessarily think very much of Deandra and she doesn't necessarily oh, I hate think. that. Right. And she doesn't, but listen, she also doesn't really care for either of them. Okay. So it's like, it's a situation like that where it's like. You're coming to see her, but you want to yeah. see them. And Deandra probably doesn't care really, but I, but it's awkward. I get it. Well, those two in particular, maybe, maybe because yeah. yeah. it's a very checkered past. But like, but mind you, it works both ways. Like, they'll be like, you know what it is? Like, this is what people don't realize. Like, I really, truly, truly am a vault. Whatever Deandra says about them, it was not going to be like I really can be trusted for real. Got it. You know, and so, but I don't think that is really, you know, like it's it's obvious. Like, I mean, it's understandable that like you wouldn't really think that. Deandra wouldn't really maybe want to speak freely in front of me if I'm going to go see someone a minute right. later. And so like that is a running theme through like New Jersey, New York. It just, that's a running theme where it's like, I really don't repeat anything. 
Like if right. I like you and I like you, my time with you is with you and my time with you is with you. And well, so you're it's a very like, effective Switzerland in the world of Bravo. <laughs> right. Until I personally have a problem with you and then I'll speak out against you because I just don't like you as a person. This weekend, I was very shook if when I, we were at dinner and you were talking about it, someone who has recently de- departed and you're like, huh. Yes. Very funny. Not, not a fan. There's, so there are people I'm not fans of, you know? Do you deal with the Housewives of Atlanta? Let's, let's just call it what it is. Uh, do you deal with them or talk to them? I you do. do. I, I mean, I'm less in with that group, but first Got of all, it. it's, that's a great franchise. Mm-hmm. Style-wise, not always. I could see that. Who do you think is the best styled housewife? Okay, so I have a couple. I have them from each, like, because again, you know, I only really thoroughly watch two of them. You know, I, I know Margaret and I know Deanna. So like I watch, watch their shows situationally, but I watch New York and I watch Beverly Hills. Okay. And New York I watch, because you know, we hang out at the Regency and we see all these people. So it's kind of funny to me that I see these women who behave so horribly in person also behave horribly on television. Yes. And I'm just talking about the New York girls. They're the only ones I know. Like some of them are nice, but some of them are, you know, horribly behaved. She, she who must not be named for fear of, I don't know, getting sued for libel or something. I would say from Beverly Hills, I really, really like Kyle Richards' bags. I don't necessarily love the way she dresses all the time. Okay. Um, but like Holly and I have fought over this because I have shown her her Instagram. But Are you Sutton, talking about the doily dress? Sutton, with, yes. I Sutton can't. Has, I can't. Sutton is a real fashion lover. And that's what I adore about her is that you can tell she doesn't just buy clothes to show off. She doesn't buy clothes because she likes them. She buys them because she loves them and appreciates them. And I really applaud that. Now, fashion on that level is very personalized and very individual. Not every dress is a home run for some people, but like I love the Altamoda dresses. Holly saw one and says it looks like a doily. I mean, okay. So Sutton was on my show. I interviewed her. I agree with both of you. I think Sutton's, she takes risks, but yeah, I think there's a lot of misses. And I love that. Well, see, I met her very briefly at the Libertine show. Like, I'm talking 10 seconds. And even the outfit she was wearing that day was fabulous. Like, you could tell that even if it's not everyone's taste, she puts a lot of thought, time, energy, and effort, and, like, feeling into what she wears. David, I get what you're saying because, and I appreciate the fact that you would say, she really tries a lot, not always a hit, not always a win. But, you know, style is very subjective. It's not about her. He When he showed me the picture of that dress, I just was like, who let her out in that that dress? I mean, that was just the first thing I said. It literally looks like, but again, I'm not that target customer, so I get it. But when I have so much more like respect for her though than most of the other women. I'm sure she's lovely. It's just that dress to me was funny and I thought it was not flattering. I thought it was just totally weird, but okay, you do you. Right. At least she's authentic to her. And she, listen, she was very nice. Like I loved interviewing her, but she, she's at least authentic to her brand or her style. And that's what right. fashion is all about. It's all yeah. about doing you, being you. And Nolan loves all the risk takers, people that wear ball gowns to Whole Foods, people that sit around and couture and watch soap operas. He loves that. That's his jam. He loves the risk takers. Right. I get and, it. I mean, I think there are well-dressed women from every franchise. Like, obviously I'm partial because I work with Deandra, but like she has incredible taste. And the first time I was in her closet, I really was going through it. And I'm sure I'll get into this more when we chat with her, but like there were things in that closet that I was dumbfounded to find, like true, very, very, very rare, like like vintage pieces, things that 
I would never have expected. Like, and then he goes has, in her bathroom and she's got more shit hanging in her bathroom. She's, I mean, she's, she's got big closet. She's got a lot of clothes. She's got a lot of clothes. No, it's like I'm in the bathroom and I found 10 more gowns. Well, yeah, no. So her gown closet is part of the guest suite that I stay in. So whenever I stay there, I say, I stay with the gowns. <laughs> and she just, I mean, for me, Dorit is the best. I'm well, here's, the, here's my issue with Dorit's style. Too many I don't believe that she has a style. I believe she buys what's expensive. Okay. That's fair. And that's not having style because someone like Sutton, you can tell she can afford to shop anywhere in the world and she spends a Dolce Altimoda dress can hit $100,000 very easily. She can afford to shop anywhere in the world. If Dorit had the money that Sutton had, Dorit would be wearing crocodile Birkins every day and like Chanel everything. Sutton's not like that. She buys what she loves. I don't truly believe that everything Dorit wears she loves. I think it's like, I want to look like fashionable expensive. and trendy and expensive. Do you expensive. think she has a stylist? Do you think she has a I stylist? think she does, but I think it's one of those ones at Net-A-Porter who's like, buy, 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 buy. Got it, versus got it. create a wardrobe. We're like Sutton, I believe she has a wardrobe. And the same with Deandra and the same with Margaret. Like the thing I love about Margaret is Margaret said to us when we were at Bergdorf Goodman, she's like, my style might not be for everybody, but it's like Marilyn Monroe meets 80s. And it so is. That's a perfect way to describe her because she loves super high heels, mm-hmm. big hair, sequins and glitter, but she looks put together. And I like, I think Margaret has great style. I don't know many others from the other cities. Like Dolores, the few times I've met her has looked incredible. That might be partially, you know, to do with Sonica as well, our friend Sonica, who we all know, who I think works with Dolores a lot. I mean, Dolores always looks good. But in New York, Tinsley, I mean, Tinsley always dressed very well. Again, it wasn't for everybody, but she had a distinct style. Her style was very much like, I shop on Madison Avenue, I buy all of my clothes at Zimmerman, and that was it. So I kind of respect that. I mean, what do you think? Are there any I'm missing? No, Tinsley has great style. I think for New York, Tinsley has the best style. Well, also Dorinda. And the thing about Dorinda, and I've met, you know, Dorinda several times and I, you know, know, we have, you know, a couple friends in common. So she's always been incredibly lovely to me and just the very few limited interactions we've had. But she loves fashion. That's something you can tell about her. She, again, is not just going out and buying things to look expensive. She's made videos where she's like, I go and visit my clothes in my closet. Like, it's like seeing old friends. And I love that. I love that too. Not everything is a hit with her. Again, there are things that sometimes you're like, oh, that shape really doesn't work for you. But she's not just buying what's expensive. She's buying pieces she loves. And I love that. I think it's really cool. And I think she definitely has a distinctive style versus just dressing like the latest and greatest. That, I mean, that's fair. I, I would say that about Dorinda. I mean, you know what the weird thing is about New York is like, Nobody really, and I don't mean this as an insult, other than Tinsley, nobody really has style to me. Dorinda probably does. You're right. She's probably the second one. Well, and I think Sonia, when she dresses very like preppy in like her Ralph Lauren and like Hermes scarves, and, like when she looks like she's stepping off a horse, I think she looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. When she's not wearing her Sonia by Sonia Morgan. When she's not wearing sequins. When she's okay. not wearing sequins, I think she looks amazing. What about Erica Jane? I... It's a little too costumey for me. Yeah, literally that is 100. I was just going to say the same thing. I think it's too costumey. Got it. I love that she goes for it and is fearless. She looks fearless. I mean, she, she does have, yeah. you know, a life that's very different to ours. I love it. She does. She can get away with that shit. If we walked around in that stuff, people would be like, put down the crack pipe. <laughs> it's so not good for you. Stop smoking crack. But I mean, I get that, you know, her lifestyle is different. It's just, it's a lot for me, but I appreciate, again, she loves fashion. So I like that. Yeah. 
so my other question for you is, maybe it's me rubbing off on you a little bit, but I sort of persuaded you this season that like fashion week was not something to be skipped and something to like sort of go full throttle with. And you went to a bunch of things this season. So like, what were your favorite fashion memories from like this season? What did you do? Who'd you see? Where'd you go? Well, first of all, RIP that we're not having fashion week Ugh, like now. I, don't make Nolan cry. Okay? I've already cried about it's, it. It's fine. I've cried yeah. about it. I've cried about it. I've cried about it. You know, one of my favorites was, so, I mean, like, I love the Zang Toy Show just because it was like an ode to New York. Like, I'm one of those. And, you know, uh, I understand that. I thought it was a beautiful show. I didn't go because it was at the same time as, um, I think it was Dennis Basso. It was the same time as Dennis Basso, which you missed Lisa Rinna closing the Dennis Basso show. Which that would have been epic. It was epic. A lot of Botox. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of Botox in that room. A lot of Botox, <laughs> a lot of fur, and a lot of Birkins. <laughs> I was in heaven. and <laughs> Nolan's people. But so what else about Zang Toys? Like, did you, I think, didn't you run into somebody funny? Are you talking about Rudy Giuliani? Yes, because I saw your selfie, and I was like, oh my God, I can't even. Well, here's the thing, like, which is what I try to explain to people. Like, you know, whatever your political alignments are, I mean, he is a New York icon. Do you know what I mean? You know me. I mean, I also ran into Carol Alt. Love. Right. There were many other people that I took selfies with. I ran into Marla Maples. I guess you could criticize her too. I mean, I don't know what she did. She was married to the Donalds. But yes, apparently in my selfie with Rudy Giuliani, people had something to say about that. Which can't a girl just get a selfie without yes. making a political statement one yes, way or another? Book. You can do whatever you want to do. Thank and if you, you want to take a picture with a garbage man, great. You want to take a picture with Rudy Giuliani, great. Thank you. Okay. I will say though, I saw him. I was walking down Madison the other day, the other morning, as one does, and I looked over and he was sitting outside at San Ambrose, and I did like glare at him very aggressively. Uh, I'm sure he was totally offended by the stranger. I'm sure he was too. I'm sure that's the worst thing that's happened to him that day. I'm sure. But, I mean, he was a big deal at the show. Like, don't, you know, they rolled out the red carpet. Oh, yeah. And the same thing at like, for like Kiara Boney every season, you know, the, the Trumps, girlfriends and wives always go. And I have always have no interest. Like one season I was like across from Kimberly Guilfoyle and it was just so gross because I just don't like her. I think she's crazy. And I was like, Ew, why would anybody want you at their show? But, you know, just as there are designers who, ref- who get a lot of business from refusing to work with them, there are also a lot of designers who get business for working with them, Zhang Toy being one of them. His clientele are like rich old Republicans. Of course. Of course. They go where the money is. I mean, Which is fine. He's not stupid. Can I tell you, my mother, David, my mother, uh, she's not young and she is a rock star. And she is still working on the retail floor after 40 years. And she has been working at Saks for a long time. And she has known Zhang for a hundred years since her store two years, you know, 20 years ago. Anyway, so we got invited. I asked her if I could go. She gave me her ticket. We ended up not going because I wasn't in New York anyway. And Nolan's like, can I go? And I was like, God, I would if I didn't have to go through, you know, who to do it. So you would have gone to that show, Nolan. Well, that was, yes, that was two seasons ago though. This season was the one with Rudy Giuliani. So wait, what else did you go to though? Cause you had like a packed schedule like I did. It was very impressive. Why didn't we see you at anything else? I know. And you know what's really funny? Like, I don't think I saw Deandra 
that whole weekend, I don't think. Well, we came in, we had a job to do. You know, she was coming yeah. to shows. She wanted to, you know, flex her fashion muscles and wear all of the things that she doesn't get to wear in Dallas. So that's what she did. And so, I mean, it was fun. We got to go to a lot of fun shows. We had a lot of fun that week. It rained. It snowed. We cried. Uh, we cried. <laughs> and speaking of fashion, just to show you, because, you know, we're talking about two fashion-related people that I've had on my podcast recently. I mean, they're not out yet. These episodes, I had Mark Bauer on. Who we love. I love Mark Bauer. He's such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And then I just had, which came out, it was a very short episode. It was He's very hard-booking as Brad Goreski. <gasps> That's Stop amazing. It's it. well, okay. Before we get so excited though, before we so everyone tune into that episode of the Behind the Velvet Rock podcast. But before we get too excited, my, my episodes are normally like an hour. Brad was on to promote a joint partnership with Rosacea. And that was the main reason that he was there with Dr. Shireen Idris. And we talked fashion for about three minutes, and the whole and the whole segment is probably like 10 minutes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, he's still listen. I know. It was Can I just say want want want. Okay, honey. First of all, you don't realize other people have told me they want to come on for 15 minutes and I'm like, "Listen, with all due respect, this isn't a right fit." Like, uh, you sure, can't. That's just, no, but that's all, I'm like, "No, but like that's amazing that you got him." I just feel bad that like I know it should have been about you and Oh, sweetie, you should have seen it cuz his people. You know, I, sometimes you have to go through the people. His people were like, "Well, send us the outline. And I'm like, oh, okay. I have this outline ready in like three seconds. I'm of like, course. and then we're going to do this. And I mean, it was just like, we're going to do Rachel Zoe. Then we're going to do fashion police. And I got fashion police in there. Then we're going to do his love affair with Gary. And like, it was just a whole thing. And they were like, okay, this is all great, but you have 10 minutes. And I'm like, what? Okay. Uh, I managed to get a question in about Fashion Police, and he brought up his new potential show with Nini, which I don't know if that's really happening on E. He has a new fashion show with Nini. It's coming out. What is what kind of show is like a like a contest type of show or kind of yeah. Oh okay. Oh okay. Kind of. I mean, I just feel bad like with somebody like that. He's so interesting that like when would he would have the time to give people time? Like I love him so much. I would I love him. I love him. I love him. And so. I was going to talk about a Brad Brad world. I mean, let's not forget he did start on Bravo. So he was totally my demographic. I was like, this is going to be great. And they were like, you have 10 minutes. And oh. so normally I would say no, not only that, I'll give you the behind the scenes, but it wasn't just like 10 minutes. It was like, this is your script. And this is exactly <gasps> what you're like, which at the Aww. end of the day, cause like not for nothing. Like I, I have ads on my podcast. Like you need to pay to put it out. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, this is like what I should be charging you for. Like, right. I, this is like an ad, but no, totally you're right. You're but right. it was Brad. And so I was like, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, 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 whatever. And they were like, and, and normally, so I had like Heather and Terry Dubrow on together. They were promoting a book. They were supposed to give me half an hour. We stayed on for an hour. We bonded this. I just knew that like, if it wasn't 10 minutes, someone was going to call me after the fact and be like, you are banned. Don't ever ask oh, us for Yeah. Like I just unfortunate. That. Yeah. People, that just doesn't sound very. And, and that's how professional you are. You're rolling with it. The same, you know, you rolled with it. You did what you're told and maybe he'll come back. Are we responsible or nice enough to do that? I don't know if we I, are. Well, I don't know. I'm very worried because we have gone over on our time and you have been so generous with us. No, and we I mean, love I'm, you so I'm much. Um, but we have had such an amazing time. 
let's talk about one more thing and then we will let you go. That's fine. Let's talk about what does the future hold for Mr. David? Where do you see your brand going and what can Nolan and I do to be part of your posse? Well, I'm already part of the posse. It's I am. I mean, job. I'm halfway in. I have one foot on the banana peel and one foot out the door. So I'm trying to get in. Okay. Well, Holly, like I live at the Regency when it's open. So really it's in your backyard when you're in New York City. Okay. Done so and done. I said, and you always, and she always makes fun of me for going there because she's, oh, you're going to your old lady bar. Because I call it an old lady bar because Nolan's a 90 year old woman on the inside, but, but we've yeah. had so many great memories there from Ramona throwing her credit card at a waiter to, you know, <laughs> us well, first of all, I mean, Nolan is a 90 year old lady. I tell him that I all mean, the time. A 90 year old Jewish lady, but yes. From yes. Boca. Yes. From Boca. And I mean, listen, like where else we, we do Labib, like where else do we oh, go? Oh, we love Labib. Okay. We love our chocolate mousse and our like yes. kitchen chicken. Do you remember that night we all went out there, were, like 10 of us and there was that weird for yes. like a guy from like, Europe hitting on our friend the yes. whole night. And then he's like, keeps ordering us rounds of drinks. And then it's like, refuses to pay for them once he realizes our friend won't go home with him. Yes. He literally is like, everybody come to dinner and Hey, let's get like 12 bottles. Like just we're like, all right, well, I don't want these 13 extra drinks, but sure. Just bring it over. Really. It was clear. This guy was paying for everybody. And then, Which, yes. again, I don't know him. I don't want you to pay for my dinner. Right. I don't know you, David and I are like, this is so weird. Right. right. We're uh, like, awkward. we never asked for you to pay for anything, but if you're going to order like 14 more rounds that we don't want, <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of should now pay because no one wants any of this. And then when the bill comes right when our friend went to go home with them, he's like, well, wait, I'm paying for me and her. And those 17 people have to pay for themselves. And then it was mass chaos. It, it was, it was like mass it. chaos. No. So then he's like, oh, wait, I did order all the drinks and he paid for them. And then he didn't leave a tip. So then I had, to, I had to like tell the waiter, I'm like, so authorize the tip for like three times what my check is. Cause I know he's not going to tip you. And he didn't, he was such a tool. Right. And like, we come here all the time and now we're totally embarrassed and our table acted like a bunch of wild animals. <laughs> Yeah, but we had fun though. That's the thing. We had a great time. I love that you bad. own it. You're like, we own it. We're a bunch of wild animals. We, Where else we go? Um, we don't get out much. Love it. You love you Art. love yourself some townhouse. I've never been. I've never been. I've never been. You you like it there, Nolan. It's a, I, it's a I've nice only days. been like once or twice. I think I went with you once, maybe with Kat. And did I think I maybe went once? I can't like our friend Kat comes in and she's a straight woman and she's just like, now we have to go to townhouse. And we're like, okay. Well, but, but it's also, she's like gorgeous and blonde and like, so all of the gay boys tell her how pretty she is. Love yeah. that. It's like, that's what happens. Um, where else? We love the Mark. We go to the Mark. Yeah. That's one of my favorite haunts. I mean, so David, so you're going to do your podcast. So for- next. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to do my podcast. So, I mean, so and then another thing is it's not coming out for a year. So I stopped talking about it, but I wrote a book. I don't even know if you know, I wrote a book, Nolan. We have to get signed why don't copies. You tell me these things? Jesus, uh, I, David. Well, why didn't you tell me? Ew, David. <laughs> what? My shit's quick reference. Why didn't you tell me? Oh, um, well, it's, I'm telling you right now. So I wrote a book. It's literally about kind of going from being like a fan to friend with all of these Bravo people. And then, really from a friend from a friend to like how do you turn this into a business so it's like fan to friend to like having a legitimate business i am so happy for you 
So a year from now, because I've realized I had some very interesting conversations this week with all the publishing people. And I'm like, oh, because I've been thinking this book would be out like at the beginning of next year. Well, COVID, COVID is a bitch and whatever the timeline should be, it's slowing down. So of course, well, COVID's ruined everybody's life. So kind of. So I have a book coming out in like a year. I don't know what it's going to be called. Nolan, don't we love that for him? We love that for you. I'm so excited. Uh, There better be a good book party. There's going to be a book party. Because you know our, our like group in general. Oh God, yeah. You know, we'll go for it. Oh, I also do have to add that one of my favorite things is like, in the Bravo world, which is so funny, because like I didn't really know who he was really until you really explained to him to me who he was. But like, I feel like we're Harry Dubin's two favorite gays. Um, kind of. And Nolan's like, who is this? I'm like, he's a big deal in, in the Bravo world. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he is like the nicest guy in the world. He's so hysterical. He's and so nice. he's also part of our posse. You better like dedicate the book to him. He, he, you know, he's given you so much content. Listen, honey, if you don't think Harry and the Regency are in this book, I'm, oh, I'm sure I better, I better make a cameo. I will be the, so salty. The, ja- the janitor's in there. The janitor's in there. The bathroom people. Everybody's oh in there. Well, speaking of the bathroom at the Regency, that a story better be in there. <laughs> I don't know if that's, but Harry's definitely in there. But so, I mean, until the book comes out, I'm just going to be doing my podcast five days a week and really think of someone on reality TV. Chances are that I have interviewed them. Well, we will certainly be listening and we will be supporting you and we will be talking about you and getting our friends to listen to you. And we are so grateful for your friendship and for your openness. And, you know, we just want to pump, pump, pump you up. Behind the velvet rope, baby. Behind, Behind the, the velvet rope. One of my one of my close friends from home already listens, which is so funny to me. Yes. I a picture of David and I, she's like, you know David? I listened to his podcast. I love my friend Jean. She's so into it. I love her so much. And she's and, like, I love that you're friends. And she's David, one of my super fans. Yes. Pl- uh, plug your website, please, and your Instagram. Yeah. So really, so like the easiest two ways to find me, and I'm on all types of social media, but the easiest is on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you can listen to a podcast, Behind the Velvet Rope. And on Instagram, I'm at Behind Velvet Rope. There's no that. So just at Behind Velvet Rope. And everything is posted there. Okay. Well, that is so exciting. We are so looking forward to your book, what you're going to do, what your future holds for Behind the Velvet Rope, the drama, the suspense, the fashion. We can't wait. And we're so grateful to you. Um, Nolan, any last thoughts? Thank you, David. We love you. I love you guys. Fab, you less, and you are doing the Lord's work by helping us out. This is Fashion Crimes, and we are out. I'm Holly Katz, and you've been listening to Fashion Crimes Podcast. You can follow Fashion Crimes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Do us a solid and go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week as we investigate, discover, and laugh hysterically at ourselves and other people. Thank you for listening.